The Mindset Advantage, a podcast by Arcadia Consulting, architects of change. A growth mindset is based on a belief that our core qualities can be nurtured, developed and improved upon and that our performance does not measure our future potential. In this episode, Adam Clough is joined by Kirsty Lewis, founder of the School of Facilitation, to find out what a growth mindset means to her and how to develop one. Welcome back to the Mindset Advantage podcast series. My name is Adam Clough and I'm a senior consultant at Arcadia Consulting. Joining me today to continue the conversation about growth mindset is Kirsty Lewis, a highly experienced facilitator and coach and the founder of the School of Facilitation. Welcome, Kirsty. And thank you for joining me today. Hey, Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, would you mind starting off by telling everybody listening a little bit more about yourself? I, I can, yeah. Um, as Adam said, I'm a facilitator and trainer and coach by trade. Uh, in a long distance past, I worked uh, at Guinness and Diageo and sold a lot of alcohol, which I loved. And that's where my passion for facilitation and training started because I got to work with their sales teams, coaching and training them. Um, what else? I have an amazing community of facilitators and trainers globally that I get to support and nurture and work with. I also go into corporates as well and work with their L&D teams, HR and leaders on how to be great facilitators and sometimes trainers. And if I'm not working, you will find me cycling, running, sailing, and when we're allowed, skiing. Very, very busy, but very yeah. enjoyable by the sounds of it things. It is. Today, we will be continuing the conversation started on the previous podcast on the topic of growth mindset. If you remember, when change is imposed or received by people not involved in the design of it, they go through this change curve response. As individuals and teams get past the initial shock of change and beyond the resilient coping phase, they look to build and create new responses adopt new behaviours and take on new ways of working, which is where growth mindset comes into play. So with that in mind, Kirsty, I'd like you to start off by simply answering this question around what does growth mindset mean to you? So for me, the growth mindset is, um, I, I see it where people do what they love and where they have a passion. Um, and it's about a belief. It's that belief piece. It's a belief that they can do something, even if they don't know how to do it or what the direction is at that point in time. But they have an innate, or maybe optimism, um, certainty that they, they can do something and that they can change. I think that's the thing, that they can change themselves, their behaviours, their skill set, their knowledge. Yeah, and I think they're very much kind of looking at a journey as opposed to an end goal sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like they have a sense of where their end goal is and what they would like to get to, and they're not going... What they're saying is, I don't necessarily know how to get there right now, but I will have a go and I'm going to go and explore how to do that. Whereas I think the fixed mindset would go, oh yeah, that's, that's a really nice aspiration, but um, oh, I can't possibly do that. I, I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to get there. Or oh, it's not me. And you, they, they keep themselves small. They stay stuck in one place and they have that belief that they have already got as much capability or knowledge or intelligence that they're ever going to create, which is a shame because they then stay in the same place and don't move forward. Yeah, definitely. And your history and examples are an example of that in itself. Um, but from a personal perspective, how does it show up in your world for you? Yeah. So I've been thinking about this and 
I realized I, I probably had a bit of a growth mindset even as a teenager. So I chose to study geography um, at university and everybody was like, why are you doing that? And I just remember at the time I was going, because I really enjoy it. And they're like, well, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, mm, I don't really know, but it just feel I had this intuition, this gut instinct, which was never spoken about in the 80s or the 90s, you know, but that felt like the right thing to do. So off I toddled to Manchester and had a happy four years studying mm. geography and playing a lot of sport. And it has stood me in good stead because I had a happy time and I really enjoyed myself. And then when I was applying for roles and jobs into the corporate world, I think because I was coming in quite fresh and happy and positive, I, I think, and I'd done well, and I was doing a lot outside of my degree. I think that stood me in good stead. Other spaces where I see my growth mindset, when I chose to leave the corporate world and set up my own business, um, I had a sense of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to get to. Um, but again, I didn't have like, this massive plan laid out and I didn't have like, you know, I've got my first 10 clients signed up. And, and I remember some of my colleagues at Diageo going, what are you doing? Oh my goodness. How are you going to do that? How is that actually possible? You know, you're leaving <laughs> the biggest drug of the 20th century, which is your annual, your monthly salary. I mean, that is a big drug. It's a hit. And I was like, yeah, it'd be fine. Just absolute optimism. Now some might have called me stupid, but I don't know. I just, it felt like the right thing. And along the way I've learned how to manage a business because you don't get taught those skills. So again, there was the growth mindset of it is possible. I would just have to learn how to do that along the way. Yeah, I, I agree. I think for me personally, it's very much uh, the being the parent example that, that always shows up around just having that tremendous amount of change and, and adaptation Absolutely. and the ability to learn in the moment uh, very fast from your mistakes. Otherwise, you'll just keep repeating them. Uh, and, and how I use that to help my children in any way, shape or form. But also helping yourself that it's okay if you make a mistake. Like you're not yes. born with this is the pet, how to do parenting. No one gives you an implant and a chip. So suddenly you become super dad, super mom. And what you take away from it and learn from it, of course. Exactly. And the reflection time as well, when you do go through something, it's like, well, what happened there? Well, the reflection time sometimes isn't very long because you've, you've got to react very quickly again, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've covered off how it shows up personally, but I, I wanted to flip it and look at it from the other perspective, if that's all right. Yeah. From your perspective, um, how do you see growth mindset showing up in organizations or, or, or for some of your clients? So um, I have two sets of clients. So we have the corporate world and then there's also other facilitators and trainers. Um, in the corporate setting, the way where I see growth mindset showing up is when a corporate comes and is open to experiment and um, do something new with their learning and development. So many of us will know the tried and tested one hit wonder workshop, as I call it. And that used to be a very popular methodology of learning. Um, and that's really shifted in the last 10 years. Like we now know workshops aren't the be all and end all. We need a blend of learning. We need virtual reading videos podcasts, for example, and it's how you blend it together. A lot of companies were resistant to that for quite a while. So we were having to paint pictures of why this was a great idea. Well, a lot of companies still are probably, aren't they? Yeah. I, but I really hope the last 18 months has maybe brought 
to the fore that learning can happen virtually and can happen through really great online workshops um, and, and that there is going to be a shift. So that's one space that I see um, the growth mindset either happening or not happening. Secondly, um, working with other facilitators and trainers who have are on their own journey of growth and development and Those people I see, those who've got the growth mindset are the ones that are really open to that experimentation, having a go, um, seeking feedback from others quite a lot and seeking um, builds and not just going, no, I'm going to do it like this and that's the only possible way. Um, So that's another place that I see growth mindset showing up and through. And it's interesting in our industry, it's very easy to talk about continuous improvement, creating a, an improvement culture yeah. uh, that helps leaders or employees, customers in turn and, and create success. But how do you go about developing a growth mindset in your clients? Because some might look at that and go, it's quite a big thing to create, isn't it? Yeah. I think um, it's about encouraging the leaders to start with themselves because that's that's the only person they can really influence and impact. So encouraging them to notice their reactions to the good, the bad, the ugly, the challenges, the successes, the obstacles, and how are they then making meaning and how are they behaving in those instances? Um, I think there's also the listening as a coach and a facilitator, listening to leaders' language, because often uh, we know our language frames um, is the frame of our internal reality. So if we're hearing certain words, sentences that are probably keeping us in a stuck place, it's being able to mirror and reflect that back to the leader and enable them to make some, maybe some shifts and starting with their language um, to be able to help themselves shift their internal stance and state of mind. Um, And then also encouraging leaders to walk the talk. So if we're talking about, you know, being great leaders and part of that is having the growth mindset, how are they creating the conditions for their teams to succeed? How are they creating the conditions for their teams to, to maybe fail fast and fail forward, but be okay? And, but also knowing that leaders need that love as well to be able to go, and what you're doing is the right thing. And it's okay. It is absolutely okay if one of your team failed. Not everybody's going to be perfect here. Yeah, not be afraid to play in uh, the dynamic zone a little bit more than they normally do. Yeah. And I think that's where we can be supporting our clients is um, creating space and holding space for them to have those experiments for themselves. Because I think it must, that is the bit that can be scary. That's why we talk about it. It's lonely at the top. You know, leaders think they're on their own, but they're not. They've got people like you and I walking alongside them. Yeah, it makes total sense. So I know this is a question we, we've heard asked previously of us. So do you think anyone can help people around them create a growth mindset? Leaders, colleagues, friends, family? Is it, is it something you can help with or is it something that... Yeah. Uh, if family and friends, I think it's quite hard because they're family and friends and they don't necessarily want to be coached or suggested to but what you can do with family and friends it's like how you show up and if you are starting to make changes in your life it's like a hologram so a hologram say a hologram of you adam is an image of adam but if you look closer it's 
lots and lots of photographs of Adam. So if Adam makes one change in a particular part of his life, so if it's your mindset in this example, mm-hmm. and he starts to become more open to possibility, seeing that um, he can do things that he never thought he could do, what happens is the the overall image of Adam will start to shift and change in that hologram. So I think with leaders, whether we're working with our family and friends or even working with our teams and within our businesses, if we start making just our own internal shifts and we start to maybe have an acceptance that we can grow and we can do things differently and that we can experiment and we could test and maybe play with new behaviors, I genuinely believe over time that will start showing up on the outside of you and others will notice and will pick it up. And I think sometimes what it can be is even just a slowing down and a consideration and a change of pace in our speech and pausing before speaking and listening more and allowing others that place and space to be heard and put their point of view over. It then starts to go down the route of empowerment, doesn't it? Uh, and, and inspiring through through your actions. Yeah, absolutely. And and you don't always, as a leader, have to be the first to speak. Because actually, as soon as you speak, you shift the perspective of the whole room and you won't ever hear what the, the total crowd actually wanted to say and wanted to speak about. Yeah it, yeah, it makes total sense. Well, thank you for sharing your opinions, your thoughts on that. Was there anything else you wanted to add on the topic of growth mindset? Because it's such a vast one. We could be here for hours, couldn't we? Oh my God, you could. Um, and I think it was just going back, and I know um, Carol Dwork's referenced in your white paper. And I would just say, if there's anyone out there listening, what are they on about? Or I'm quite curious, I want to know more. I would encourage you to go and find the work of Carol Dwork and have a read. Um, there's some really great papers that she's created, but also some lots. Go and talk to Mr. Google or any other provider. Uh, ask the question. You'll get PDFs. You'll get really simple two, two, three pages. And it's just a great place to start. And if you've got a coach, go talk to them about it as well. Perfect. Thank you for that. And more importantly, thank you for taking the time today to spend with us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining the Mindset Advantage series. Make sure you like and subscribe and look forward to seeing you again soon on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Mindset Advantage. Follow Arcadia Consulting on social media platforms to stay updated.